0: Governments around the world tell us that these injections, these so-called vaccines, are safe, effective, and that we need to have them. Well, my definitions of safety, effectiveness and necessity are completely different to those of the government, big pharma, the state regulators, big media and big tech. My standards are far higher. I'm Nick Elliott. I'm here with my brother, Andrew and we'd like to welcome you to this special presentation of the sounding board podcast make sure you visit us at soundingboard.com rate review and most importantly share this podcast with your friends and family and join the discussion on our telegram channel by going to t.me forward slash sounding it's great to have you with us
1: That little speech you just gave reminded me of the West Wing. Do you remember when uh, Leo McGarry, the Chief of Staff, was talking about some missile defence system with the Lord John Marbury? Yes. And it was useless. It was like missing by miles, by miles isn't it? He said, Oh, it's missed by 15. 15, 15 more, feet? 15 feet? No, no, 15 miles. <laughs> and uh, the Lord John Marbury was just saying, that this is rubbish. You need to stop wasting money on it. It's It's no good. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't work. And Leo says, well, it depends on your definition of success. <laughs> and he says, well, my definition is precisely the same as everybody else's. So what, I, what I'm, I'm kind of worried about with, with this is that people's definition of safe and effective changes. And I don't, I don't think it should. We need to keep pushing that it's not safe and they're not effective and they're not necessary. We don't want to change the definition of those words. We've already had the definition changes of vaccine. As you as you said in the last podcast, they've changed the definition of COVID. They're changing the definition of woman. They're just changing definitions left, right and centre. We need to stick with definitions because language means something.
0: You're absolutely right. Although I think with words like safe and effective and even necessary, they are they are personal decisions and what we've got here is a group of people the population that are very specifically deliberately they have been trained to do this they've done it all their lives giving up that responsibility to some other authority the government government scientists big pharma you know the nhs what wh- whatever it is the media big tech they are they are assuming they are letting all of those sources tell them that these non vaccines are safe and effective and necessary and they're not questioning them for themselves there there is one definition of safe and effective whereas what i want is a competition of those definitions because I'd I'd be quite happy if your definition of safe and effective was different to mine. So it's not sure, like... But they're these, it's not like woman.
1: These vaccines aren't effective by anybody's definition.
0: <laughs> you know, they're,
1: they're not even remotely effective. Not even... There's not a
0: minuscule... <laughs> so you're where I am now, okay? I've been saying all year, I've been saying since the double spike over Christmas, that these things... Just don't work, if it, and actually, they're worse than not work. People are dying from them. They're not preventing illness; they are causing more illness, and or they're causing more illness and death than than they are preventing. Well, I was trying to think
1: of a, I was trying to think of a word for this because you know how there are, you know how the, the you heard of the term anti fragile? No, okay, so anti fragile, anti fragile. So things like so your immune system could be classed as anti fragile. So things that are fragile. You kind of, you know, you use them and you do stuff with them, and they're more likely to break. They get weaker over time. Some oh, things, like human beings, and they, they didn't have a word for this, so they created a word, are anti fragile, like your muscles. So you train down the gym, yes. your muscles become stronger, your immune system is the same. You know, you, you get exposed to things. I, it I get what you're better. saying now.
0: I was concerned that you, didn't, yeah, that you weren't just using a word like robust, but the no, point no, no. is, it's that it, in, it, by, by being tested, by being pushed, it gets. By being pushed, better. by being used, it gets.
1: It gets stronger. I like that. Uh, but there, there's, uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of a word for the vaccines because it's not. You know, my hope was that they would just be useless. Yes, that that was it. It's like I don't, you know, I, I don't care if they don't really work. I'm not going to get one. But let's just hope they're they're just a waste of money. Yeah. Not only do they not prevent you from getting it, they give you a better chance of getting it. Certainly initially, and I think possibly you know, in total, certainly after a few months when you're dependent on the antibodies. that aside from all that, they kill you. Not not everybody, but lots of people are getting myocarditis, pericarditis. Um, you know, they found these lipid nanoparticles in in the actual heart themselves. So what happens and in the is, brain. And in yeah, it's past the blood brain barrier. Uh but they found them in the heart and that's what they think is why the heart, why your kind of
0: your body attacks it. it. It it could be that the the heart muscle itself is making the spike proteins, as opposed to just, you know, near the injection site mm. or in the um you know the arteries and veins or whatever that um uh, uh that are near to it. Um, you're fur lining your heart. And as you say, therefore, and your body then starts reacting in the way that it naturally does in its immune system. So I I think the vaccines are (laughs) anti-effective.
1: Okay, so you've got you've got effective, you've got ineffective, which would be like a placebo, and you've got anti-effective, which they're actively doing you damage,
0: and could potentially. Can't you you just say damaging? (laughs) Because the anti-effective is like I'm trying to I'm trying to build on. The anti-fragile, in that it's kind of like the more you work it, I suppose you can. The more the, the, more, more, jabs you the have, more jabs you get, the worse, the worse, you're worse get. you get. Yeah, anti-effectiveness. Yeah, you might be onto something.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm happy to have I'm happy to have a better word, but that you know that, that's just something that I kind of yeah pulled out of the air. Well, I've
0: been I've I've been saying since the beginning that I think that ultimately the data is going to show that they are they're just useless. Or, or or worse than useless. Useless at best.
1: Yeah, I was hoping for useless. I think you reached a point earlier on where you said, no, they're killing people.
0: Well, and I think you um, were saying that there's, there, there probably is some level, um, certainly for people who are older, of... Of, of point in getting it because your risk of getting the disease is higher. And also,
1: okay, so something I've... The assumption <laughs> that they did do something. Yeah, but also you don't hear as many older people getting myocarditis um, or these heart issues either.
0: Or no, dead. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. That's right. You know, so it, it's the under-40s. It's the under
1: forty, and particularly under-20s. Oh, teenage, um, you know, teenage, teenage boys. Yeah are much more likely to get it than anybody else. Yeah. So I think not only is the risk worth... Sexist vaccine. Not not only is the risk probably slightly more worth it. I mean, I still wouldn't get it if I was old, but I could see people coming to that conclusion if they're, say, 70 or 80. Um, yeah, Taking into account, you know, let's say, the, the myocarditis, but the actual risk of the myocarditis is far yes. less. Yes. So not only could you potentially get a benefit from if it does work... It's not going to kill you like it could
0: do if you're fifteen years old. So let's let let us play into it a little bit. If it were, let, if it does work for six months and then wanes, is that effective?
1: Uh, no, because uh, so you know there, there's uh, plenty but... of vaccines. You need boosters not after 6 months. I
0: mean, name that- one that you need after 6 months. It's nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. But these are the argue- you you must have seen these arguments on on Twitter and whatever. These the, yeah, there's just the, the, the parroting of the of the line that even though you can get it, even though you can transmit it. I mean again, again let's take a step back the, the, this this idea that their effectiveness wanes surely the moment you get it it's not effective. And everyone I know that's been vaccinated has has got it, unless they got it before they were vaccinated.
1: Well, so how long how long does being fully vaccinated last for? In the eye, in in playing in the by their the rules, state.
0: in the eyes of the state, because you, you're you've got like a couple of weeks. It's the state of Israel, then it lasts for six months. Uh, yes, but then you are unvaccinated. But I, I, it doesn't last for six months though, because there's still that couple of
1: it's <laughs> still a couple of weeks where. It's rubbish. In fact, it's beyond...
0: Oh, right. So you're talking about this initial period where you're not classed... Yes, because they muck up the statistics by calling everyone unvaccinated even though they have been injected. They have... They've done their duty. They did exactly what they were told, exactly what the state wants them to do. They had two jabs. Yet if they get a case or if they get hospitalised or if they die in that first two weeks, they are lumped together... With the anti vaxxers
1: well, and what's happening now is I believe that people and, and people are being classed as unvaccinated, even if they've had two jabs and they haven't had their boosters. Yes, what, no, what, that's what I'm talking about with Israel. Yeah, sure. What we need are stats for never vaccinated, because I think what's happening is because people they can now oh, say, "Are we, we going to be never vaxxers? Yes, they can. They can now say, "Oh, hospitals are full of unvaccinated people." When they mean double jabbed people, yes. I want to know how many people who've never been vaccinated in a hospital, and I think it's far fewer, yeah, as a percentage. I, th- I think that the double jabbers
0: are going to are going to be, you know,
1: putting the NHS under stress.
0: <laughs> well, they already are. I mean, that. So okay, right. Let's talk about those stats. So you're aware that for some time now, very much the Delta wave. Again, if you buy into the tests and all this, and like like, let's just use their numbers for for a moment, that for weeks and weeks and weeks now, you've been able to look at the government, the UK government statistics from the, what's it called now, the Health Security Agency. God, that doesn't sound sinister at all, does it? Health Security. Are showing that the rates, as in the per 100,000 uh, numbers for positive test cases, for hospitalizations and deaths, have shown in most age groups, and we can get into the differences because not all of the youngest age groups have had the same vaccine saturation um, as as the as the rest. Um, but showing effectively negative efficacy, mm. yeah, they've been showing that more people who've been vaccinated per hundred thousand are getting it than the unvaccinated. Now. There is that little problem that you've just highlighted there about the definition of unvaccinated compared to vaccinated in, in this, which is going to muck up the statistics to a certain degree. Um, but what I find fascinating is that they have, the statistics people, have been getting into a bit of a tizzy about this. To so the point where the head of the um, the statistics regulator, the uh, the office for... Statistical regulation or something. There's a there's a name for it now. It used to be the UK Statistics Authority, I think, or unless there's more than one. There are so many agencies and quangos and God knows what. They actually, if ever there was a quango, you could just get rid of. It would be the
1: Statistics Authority, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. Well, God, yeah, all of them. So they actually had some. It was either them or the UK Statistics Authority that have had some good moments throughout the. Demic, in pointing out some of the nonsense that the that the health authorities have been have been putting out there public health england and stuff like that and put out there um but i think it's quite clear now from this 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 open letter that the head of the office of statistics regulation the director ed humpherson humpherson is a great surname uh so, Sir, Sir Humpherson. No, I, I don't know who's much. I, I just think Sir Humphrey when I see this 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 name. Ed Humpherson um, met with the Health Security Agency and then wrote this letter. They've been trying to work together to get the stats right, but you, you it's un, it's unbelievable. Okay, what they're basically doing is. Looking at these numbers, I mean, what they've done is they've now removed the graphs. The graphs looked too bad. The graphs showed all these vaccinated, you know, high bars and all these low bars for obviously in the rates, you know, graphs. So they look too bad. So we've got to get rid of those because people are, people are misconstruing them. So they have this conversation about what it means to, to misconstrue these, these numbers. Um, but I just want to say at the outset, at the heart of this lies, they were quite happy to count these numbers this way while they were working for them. While they were able to, in their views, show safety and effectiveness. Of course. Of course. They were quite happy to. Do it. Now, all of a sudden, all of these numbers have been labelled, at the top of all of these tables, as unadjusted. Suddenly, everything that we've been seeing is now unadjusted. And they put these notes against them all. To say, oh, well, I mean, we don't quite know why they would be showing this and, oh, I don't know. And they make a load of assertions. They literally make assertions. They've got no evidence or data to back any of this stuff up. They're making assertions like, oh, well, you know, vaccinated people are probably more likely to, you know, look after themselves. So that's going to affect it. And the unvaccinated, they probably aren't going to be getting a test. So they're putting all of these assertions in to try and skew it and to explain away the fact that they are ineffective. Bearing in mind that the way that the alternative media is using to define effectiveness is literally the calculation used in the studies. The studies that said 95% effective for the Pfizer or whatever, They're, they're doing exactly the same calculation on the data that's coming out of actual people getting it. Have a, have a uh, listen to this. Uh, this is part of this particular, uh, particular letter, okay, that was written by the UK Office of Statistics Regulation to the Health Security Agency. This is the top, the top guy, okay. The end of his letter, he says, I recognise that you want to maintain transparency and consistency but these qualities should not be at the expense of informing the public appropriately. Let's just take that apart again, shall we? <laughs> I recognise you want to maintain transparency and consistency, but, so hang on a bit, transparency and consistency, there's something to counter that? These qualities, the qualities of transparency and consistency, should not be at the expense of informing the public appropriately. That's that's narrative. That's that's who, just... Who, so hang on, who said that? The head of the statistics regulator said that to the Health Security Agency. We wouldn't want to get transparency and consistency in the way of the right message, would we? So
1: I thought you said that the, the statistics authority were pretty good. That sounds like the sort of thing I would oh, have...
0: I, I said they've had some good moments. And then this. Now this. Now they're saying that we need to make sure that the stats are right because are otherwise uh, the, the stats are presented in a particular way and you can throw transparency and consistency out the window because it's more important to get the public the right message. Right.
1: I, so I thought that was going to be the guys who producing the statistics were, were saying that. No. And it was the authority that
0: was saying that. No, how you need it to be. The head of the statistics so regulator he's... has said <clears throat> that transparency and consistency aren't the most important thing. The most important thing. Is informing the public appropriately. I mean, they're, that, they're not even they're not even hiding it.
1: Yeah, you don't you don't need a but in front of that first sentence. It's the same no. way you don't need a but in front of, I believe in free speech and and all these things. Yep. that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. I mean, have you seen so some of the stats as well? There was a thing, there was a, a, an article in it was in a few places. I saw it in down in lockdown skeptics or whatever it's called now. Um, about data for, like, deaths in, I think it was particularly in young boys, Yeah, against the five-year average. Oh, and and excess they were, deaths are massively yeah, and up. Yeah, they, they were comparing him, and and I think it was full fact, or one of these fact-checkers was was saying, oh, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's actually no evidence that it's the vaccines that's causing this. Like, what else has changed? They weren't actually saying that. All they were saying was, if you look at the excess deaths... Uh, For say 2020 and the five year average, they're all pretty much the same. Uh, Yet, as soon as you start vaccinating these young people, you know, 16 year olds and over, suddenly excess deaths.
0: I've seen graphs of more than one country now as well. Yeah. Pointing very
1: specifically. Yeah, there's a big arrow on the graph. This is when we started. This is when we started. Suddenly, excess deaths kind of, you know, kind of skyrocket. And. Full factor saying, yeah, yeah, it, it, there's, there's no evidence to suggest it's a vaccine. It's like, well, we're not saying that. We're just saying, you know, and surely it's up to you to prove that the vaccines, with, with this data, it's up to them to say, okay, if there is something else that's happened that's causing this, you need to let us know. Because all the evidence suggests that as soon as you start vaccinating in multiple countries, young boys just start dying. Yeah, and that, and that, one of the other things they were saying was that oh, you well you know you can't compare to twenty twenty yes. because twenty twenty was actually there were lower deaths. Well, so why are we vaccinating them then? If in the height of a pandemic, <laughs> nobody's dying at these age groups, yeah, why bother? Yeah, it's just ah, oh, it's incredible, absolutely I, incredible.
0: I have I've seen um, and it has been in a couple of um, couple of articles in the corporate press. Um, counting the number of excess deaths over the entire period, Um, what could be defined loosely as lockdown deaths, I think. They're not characterising that. I am because, in fact, they're going to include vaccine deaths. Hmm. So government deaths, shall we put them all together as state? State deaths. State state deaths. Um, State-sponsored deaths. State-sponsored death um, is up in the 65K mark something like 65,000 people i think was the last thing i saw um that are extra deaths on top of where we should be in the average of the last 5 10 years or or whatever it is since this great scam began and and asking the question who's going to investigate this who's going to find out in fact that's right 65,000 it's only 65,000 Deaths at home, mm. I think it was, so actually the figure's going to be much, much higher for just state deaths. This is the mysterious people who've died at home sixty five thousand extra deaths at home since last March. Well every day compared to
1: normal, every day now you're hearing of people either dying or having heart attacks. Or getting diagnosed with myocarditis and having life-changing, you know, isn't, sport, isn't sportsmen, people, people our age and younger, and there was, I mean, for a start, nobody knew what myocarditis was until like yep. six months or so ago. Yeah, um, and I don't remember any any kind of articles where where people our age were dying of COVID last year. There no, were like none, nobody. absolutely none. Whereas every day now there was there, there were a couple of bodybuilders the other day, the guy who was Mister. Oh, Mister. Olympia, um, uh, Sean Roden. He 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 died of a heart attack a couple of days ago. A guy called Carly Muscle had a had a heart attack. Managed to kind of felt chest pains and rushed to hospital. Managed to catch it earlier. Still had a heart attack. Yeah, but didn't but didn't die. Um, that was on the same day. And you know you tend to get more heart attacks with bodybuilders because of the steroids and not the steroids, the growth hormone. Ah, human, right. human growth hormone makes right. the heart slightly enlarged. It makes everything. Makes grow. everything grow. Yeah, um, and they can get enlarged hearts. Um, but even so, there've been more in the last kind of few months. Um, that concert, that that concert. Oh, we should talk about that. We should talk about that. I mean, that was so, and and you know, people were saying, "Oh, I can't believe, I can't believe the the anti-vaxxers are, are doing the conspiracy theory." Just just look at the data. So, Astro World. Yeah. So there was something like I saw the guy who was I don't know if he was part of security or if he was addressing the media and was saying, "Look." We've had 18 people, you know, go into hospital. 11 of them have had cardiac issues. It's like they didn't have 11 cardiac issues at Hillsborough and lots more people were
0: crushed. I'm not saying that it couldn't have been avoided. That's that's narrative. Okay. They started releasing pictures from earlier in the day. It was daytime. Okay. The shots of people pushing through barriers and and running and all this kind of stuff. We're all earlier in the day. These issues happened at night. They happened in the dark. The the, the the shots of people getting carried out and people you know people screaming and saying there's you know there's someone here was all. No 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 one was getting crushed. This wasn't. But it, it doesn't
1: matter if they were. You don't have yes. a
0: heart attack if you're getting crushed. No. You, you can have lots of other really serious issues. But your heart you're probably fail. not going to.
1: Yeah, your heart your heart doesn't fail. Um, you know it's it's yeah it's haven't, incredible.
0: Haven't like quite a few people died at that concert. Yes, yeah. I don't know the numbers, but was, I'm sure I read like eight people have yeah, died I think, or something I think it's like, like Eight that. or, or nine—that's um. that, that we know of. Mm. Oh, that's that's shocking. So this is going to be a self-selecting young group as well, probably under thirty. Sure. For this, I don't, I've, I don't know who the—I've—I've I've heard of—I've heard so a few football matches recently. Have had oh,
1: to, yeah have had to had to stop with a more clutch in their chest because yeah, yeah. because people have um i mean I don't mean players just oh, like, both but um, it was one where wasn't it two players... people in the crowd and one and yeah. one player yeah it's just it's i, I was I was saying this
0: this morning to someone the whole uh footballer dropping down with a heart issue was a i think a once a decade event it happened. The undiagnosed heart issue. Yeah, I can remember. I but can, I think once a decade is about. I can only remember one in my lifetime. So,
1: yeah, it's, it's not.
0: Uh, and I can't remember the guy's name because it was so well, rare. The, the person I was talking to, much more into football. Like, you, you'd have to be compared to me. Uh, but he kind of went, oh, yeah, there was so-and-so then and so-and-so then. He named the years. It was like, yeah, it's about, it's about once every 10 years. Or once every match now. The numbers are staggering. I mean the numbers of as you say, the numbers of sports people. There is something there's something about exertion with this, isn't there? Oh it's yes. Yeah, it's, it's
1: putting it's putting your heart under stress.
0: Yes. Right, and you see this is what I find interesting. Um the young the young called the, the clock shot yes. fairly early on. But people aren't suffering from those clotting issues. Like that, that's a stretch. Obviously, they are. They, they still what are. are now, bit, yeah. What are now rising to the surface, the the more common event is not the clot. It is the, the heart attack or the... Again, a heart attack is a very specific thing. It's about the clogging of the arteries around the heart, um, uh, the supplying the heart. What we're talking about here and the kind of chest pains and whatever are pericarditis myocarditis I mean as you say lots of people now know what that means compared to before um I was always someone who what like watching medical dramas and things like that Uh, so I I bet most people never even heard of them though until no exactly so I remember a couple of months ago uh, my wife saying to me "What, what what are these things I was like oh no I know I know this the the you know the the heart is in a is in a sac called the the pericardium and so it's the inflammation of that sac that is pericarditis whereas myocarditis is the heart muscle itself uh that is in is inflamed um and you can have both at the same time mm. which is you know which is really quite bad um and it's not this this whole idea that uh these are and I'm sure you you must have seen the tweets and whatever um of of you know the doctors with you know with their own child with it or whatever oh, and saying incredible. oh you know but it 's okay um you know a couple of weeks rest and he'll be absolutely fine and these people have got like these are injuries these aren 't these aren 't events these aren 't something that you get treated for and then go home and you 're fine these are injuries these people will have this for the rest of their life, would you agree,
1: yeah definitely. Yeah, I remember. I remember the tweet that you were talking about because I, I kind of quote tweeted. It was a guy who I think he, I think he might have even posted a picture of himself. He's like, yeah, a, he's in hospital, and he said, "I'm here with my son in the intensive care unit, getting his treatment for myocarditis." Get you vaccinated the uh, the side effects are rare and treatable my or the, my my message to parents is get your kids vaccinated the side effects are rare and treatable together we can you know eliminate yeah. this or whatever and and i remember quote tweeting and saying that you know i i didn't have particularly high hopes for this but even i didn't have child sacrifice on my covid bingo because that's basically what it is isn't it yeah you know you're risking you know this guy's son could die if he exerts himself too much and he's telling everybody else to 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 play russian roulette with
0: their children as well so, so for what for likes and retweets i've read i've read different numbers i haven't done the calculations. lots of words lots of uh, words oh, totally totally it 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 chokes me up sometimes reading some of these things there it's, are
1: there are different species
0: yeah and if
1: i have to I have to turn twitter Lizard off because people? i get
0: yeah, well I, I just get so you know, you feel so sorry for the kids, yeah. And uh... I, this is where, and you see, I don't want to fall into this trap, um, and I, 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 I want to maintain my level of humanity and 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 feel this stuff. Um, which, if if you if you choose to start working in, in abstractions, then that's almost like playing their game. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I want to feel bad about this all the time because I don't, I really don't, and it's not good for you. But at the same time, I want to always remember just how bad this is. Because otherwise you just you just deal in these numbers, these big numbers mm. and and you forget. Um, th- I have been obviously not looking forward to this period of time very specifically when they got to the kids. and we're only at the you know 12 and up or whatever at the moment. we're not we're not down to the five and up um and and that's the you know that's the age bracket of my kids so I, it would suddenly it suddenly becomes a, a a more real thing for me to have to deal with to make sure they don't get it and to then deal with all the other parents and you know what we say and all this kind of stuff and what's it's, what's what's worrying as well is that the younger the kids are the more they seem to be affected
1: yes. by these heart conditions
0: and the less they are affected by the sodding virus mm. i mean that again it's just like it's almost like a linear curve. Well, I mean, actually, it's not. It's, it's, it's virtually non-existent for the under nineteens, isn't it? Let alone, as in, they, to even experience any symptoms of the of this virus, um, let alone hospitalizations or anything else. And when we've, again, we've said this before. More children commit suicide in Kent than yeah in, died in, in july last year oh, that was yeah. like early on in yeah. the lockdown
1: it was in, yeah incredible
0: I've, again so there's there's different i've seen different people calculate it in slightly different ways and i haven't looked into it but i've seen varying numbers anything from 100 to 200 quoted as the number of children that have to die to save one from dying of covid by taking the vaccines Let's just charitably say it's the low end there. A hundred. A hundred children will have to die of taking these novel vaccines. They keep using novel for the sodding virus. Let's just use it for this, shall we? After they've changed the definition of vaccine. These novel genetic therapies. That's how many have to die in order to prevent someone from one in the same age group.
1: I mean, even if it was the other even if it was the other way around. Even even if one child dying could save a hundred people. Dying from COVID, those hundred people are going to be eighty or ninety, so it's, it's not even worth it. Then, even if it was completely. But, no, but, but this
0: is, but this is in their age group. I'm not even talking about a hundred have to to die to save a ninety year old. It's a hundred have to die to save someone in their cohort. Save someone in their cohort in their in their age group. Of of supposedly dying of COVID.
1: Ah, oh, it's got to be much worse than that because
0: nobody no let's let's say because I mean, like in, in it is worse than that because those are that's outright deaths all the kids who've got myocarditis mm. and pericarditis and blood clots and everything else that don't die there's a lot more harm than the 100 deaths and that's why sh- that, again i'm i'm picking the low number here i've seen 200 i've seen i've seen more than that oh, it's got to be it's got to be because there are there are places where i remember i remember
1: checking not that long ago where in wales the whole of wales Nobody died
0: under like 45. Well, and the for other like thing, year or so. the other thing, again, from that statistic, I, which is why, again, I haven't, I need to look into it more. It's, it's an emotive number to choose like that. Um, but the only people dying from COVID that are kids have been massively sick with other things, i.e., they have died with COVID. It has been, yeah, again, I, don't, well, I don't think they've died from it. So I don't think, it. I don't think, I don't think any number of, of kids getting the vaccine can prevent any. Um, healthy child, yeah, that's, from, from that's, dying. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's I, what you are getting. I don't,
1: at. I, don't think, I don't think kids kids don't die from yeah. un- unless you unless you are a particularly you know a immunocompromised ob- obese kid that's immunocompromised
0: and has a lung issue already. Yeah, well, the, yeah. The, the only people again, it's the number of comorbidities. It, it's it's really high, isn't it? Mm. Um, was it? I think somebody did a calculation in Spain. This wasn't official. It got reported as official, but it wasn't official. Of the number of deaths absolutely due to COVID, compared to the official statistics, and it was something like down at like three thousand.
1: No, yeah, no, it was. Wasn't it something like it went from one hundred and thirty thousand down to four thousand?
0: Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, but that—that's real. I mean, that—that—that—that's what happens. Again, it's nobody puts down pneumonia. As cause of death, I'm, I'm talking pre-COVID. Yeah, it would be old age, or it would be all of the other things they had that made them immunocompromised and got to the point where their lungs gave out. Mm. Which is gen- yeah, generally what happens is a bacteria finally comes along to get you because your your immune system is so is so weak. Well, yeah, okay. So what did what did Freddie Mercury die of? I mean, technically,
1: it was pneumonia that sort of, that finished him off. But that finishes off loads of people with those because they have no immune system. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure he died of AIDS.
1: Well, yeah, of course,
0: um, and I mean, I'm again. What I'm what I'm seeing is that the concern now in in studies is that more than increasing your risk of, of getting the virus in the short term and increasing your risk of getting it after six months, because again, it's showing not just. Not just that your immunity, if you even get it, drops back to where it was, but it becomes worse than before you were vaccinated. Mm. You're more likely to get it immediately, and they're more likely to get it after six months. That is actually affecting people's general immune systems as well, and that it is causing them to lose their ability to repair and all these other things as well, which essentially is AIDS. And so this idea that we just need to vaccinate more, like, even if you buy into all of the numbers that they've given so far, you can't get away from the fact that it does cause you, you're more likely to get it in the short term. So this idea that the old and the vulnerable, I, this, is what I, this is what annoys me as well. Like, like it's the old and the young. The old and the vulnerable and the young are the ones that have suffered the most throughout this mm. entire, entire period. But the idea that you should risk those that are most at risk, that I cannot get my head around. I cannot get my head around at all. Risk those that aren't at risk. No, that are more at risk of everything. The people that are vulnerable already that those are the ones you should give something that lowers their immune system, that makes them more likely to get something within the first two weeks and then makes them more likely to get it and that makes them more likely to get a clot. I just don't get it at all, this idea. Yeah,
1: there are, there are, I guess there are, there are two things there because the young aren't at risk of COVID or anything yep. like that. They're at risk of you know, getting depressed and, and, yep. and that kind of thing. I mean, what is it, what is it with Fauci
0: and the human immune system? Well, and we can talk about the, uh, the the dogs as well if you if you like. I'd cause... rather not. But I'm
1: just I'm just thinking I'm just thinking of AIDS.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking
1: of the you know the. the well, he
0: the... does work for the uh, the Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases, so he's, he's he's quite interested in the immune system. One would. Yeah, but he. Think. Everything he
1: does seems to
0: make it worse. Yes. Yep. You know, categorically,
1: he's he's like Satan when it comes to. Yeah. The the immune system.
0: Just... Well, what he wants to do and what he's managed to get done um, is change the definition um, in the CDC of what a vaccine and what vaccinated means. again, one of these many definitions that have changed. The emails have now leaked. Have you read? Have you read those? Yeah, I think, in fact, I
1: think we talked about them. Where, where the, because he got refused in the past, saying just because it triggers an immune response. No, no,
0: no. That's the patent office. All oh, right. I'm talking about the internal CDC emails oh, from the those. last two months. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So there are internal emails within the CDC talking about the updating, the, nece- the necessity of updating the definition on the website. Because they literally only did it in like August. Mm. Yeah. Um, they define it as problematic, the current definition. and and pe- And they say, because people... Are using the current definition of vaccine to show that these jabs aren't vaccines. <laughs> That's what they define as the reason for needing to change it because it's currently problematic because people are using the definition against us. This is the internal internal emails. Um, but if you look at that definition change, it it specifically moves in the direction that you just said there about the rejection of that of that of that, mm. that patent. Um, which was it just needs to cause an immune response. That's all a vaccine now needs to do. It needs to cause an immune response. The definition of vaccinated now removes the term immunity or immune altogether and just talks about protection. And I don't even understand how you can use the word protection. To to me, again, if we're talking about safe, effective and protected, if if I'm protected, I'm not going to get it or I'm not going to get sick. Well, surely vaccinated just means that you've been given the vaccine. I can understand ah, that. Well, nobody doesn't, though, does it? I mean, again, you let's just rewind to the beginning of this podcast. Well, I guess, yeah, you it,
1: used to. Now, now, now it means you'd have to have had it within six months.
0: Yeah, as, as, as I said, you could, have, um, you could have done everything that you've been told to do. You are not classed as vaccinated for months because you've not had two jabs or now three jabs or four in Israel. I think they're going for now. They're going for the
1: fourth already.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy, isn't and, it? And they're still probably triple masking. These things they don't work. In fact, it's anti-work. It's <laughs> going back to your, you're coming anti- up with they a different
1: anti-effective.
0: And I've I've had so I've had people
1: chat to me on 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 Twitter when I've posted these things, and they've said, you know, I'm I'm double vaxed, and I'm there's no way I'm getting a booster. Yeah, I, you know, I, it's, it's, you know, I was, I was taken in. I, you know, I believe that they were yeah. okay, I'm not getting them now. You know, just too, too many people are, too many people are getting myocarditis.
0: Right? Do you uh, think? I don't want to risk it. So I suppose it's going to be a combination, isn't it? Um, it's going to be a combination of the sports people dropping down um, and 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 the reports of kids getting it. Do, do you think? Do you think we're seeing a turning point? Do you think kids had to die? In order to convince people like that, um,
1: it's yeah, a horrible. Possibly, sp- to think possibly about. but I don't think we're at the turning point yet. I think people are st- the majority of people are still stupid enough to keep going.
0: I went and looked um, on Zuby's um, Twitter feed um, today and saw him predicting that, uh, and he's 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 got he's got form on his predictions. Um, not saying he's perfect uh, but he predicted that uh vaccine passports will be gone in less than a year that's his that's his prediction that it's the that it's already starting to fall apart and that they'll be they'll be gone by this time next year i'm not sure i agree with that at all i i think they're going to persist for some time in some form what do you think
1: um, yeah, I think they're going to try until they they get some kind of social credit system.
0: Yeah, because um, that's the end game. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing them. I, it, there is no logical reason. It, to it do might them.
1: not be. It might not be in the form of a vaccine passport, but something like that will, will come along. I, so, countries digital that, ID. Yeah, countries that. Well, it's more. It's beyond digital ID, isn't it? It's, but it's, that's what uh, it'll be called. Sure. Um, the countries that is it is it Lithuania or somewhere like that? Who've got like the the oh full on where you can't buy anything severe and people
0: are yes yeah, starving because they can't go and buy food and well so I I read probably the same Twitter thread that you did of someone in Lithuania um, mm. a long thread explaining yeah. what life was like now uh, and this person explained the you know the, the 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 not very many of them but the open air markets where you could go and go and buy things where where it's either where it's legal or where um where these people are literally just going out they going i'll sell to the to the unvaxxed because because i can and because they need it um i immediately just you know triggered thoughts in my head of the the, the the parallel economy the black market you know springing up in that in that situation because because it would have to because as you say these people are starving they they're going to have to try and get something from somewhere Um, And so sources are going to appear to try and help them. Okay, so
1: this is a question for you, because this is something I've I've been thinking about a little bit. So let's say they start like they have in America, like Biden's done, where they start saying you have to be. um, And I, I think I'm sure they've talked about it, but you have to be vaccinated and completely up to date in order to carry on working for the NHS. All right. We'll, or we'll fire you. Yep. Good or a bad thing?
0: <laughs> a bad thing for all the people getting the vaccine. Okay. Because we've just laid out how it's really quite dangerous for you. Sure. In, in terms of um, your mission to have the NHS implode, um, what it could mean is that more people choose not, essentially choose not to work there. Um, they're being forced I'm I'm not saying it's an easy choice and this again this idea it's not coercion when everything when everything available to you is removed okay until you get something that's coercion okay if the state employs you and the state suddenly says you're fired yeah that's coercion yeah exactly um so yeah I look I've always thought that what they will do is engineers not necessarily the right word but it will the the crisis will happen no matter what either because the NHS is in crisis every every year of our lives the NHS has been reported to be in crisis so they don't even need anything special to declare that the NHS is in crisis or so many people will be need to be treated for name the vaccine adverse reaction that it will be overwhelmed or half of the nhs staff will walk out or get fired because they're unvaccinated let's face it it's going to be a combination of all of those
1: things well, yeah cuz it could it could be it could be a good thing to one
0: you know do some damage to the nhs uh, which wouldn't be a bad thing would know. it be permanent damage i suppose that's the question it depends on if they double down and if they if they don't lift the mandate yeah it's all all dependent on how long the mandate lasts Yeah I guess for.
1: I'm 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 seeing it more in the light more in the likes of people perhaps thinking people realizing that it's bad and moving to private healthcare and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so you know changing changing kind of hearts and minds in the in the public about the NHS could do that which is
0: which would be no bad thing. Also could could um you, I mean could be- certainly a whole group of people are being turned off of the NHS in a Big way, and it could. That turn they might pe- not been before.
1: It could turn people off vaccine passports as well. If they see what happens,
0: I mean, there's a whole long list here. There's people getting turned off of the NHS, of vaccine passports, of government in general that mm. wouldn't have considered themselves to be particularly, you know, voluntary, anarchist, libertarian that are now seeing its true nature. So there's there's a number of positive outcomes in people um, that. That's the great awakening, that, yeah, that I want to see. I'm in favour of things if they're going to get bad, get bad quickly, oh, so it's we can gotta so, be so quick. we can get over them. The long quicker. drawn out thing is the worst; it's absolute worst because people get used to it. Mm. It's you, you basically define the last fifty or hundred years as that process of yeah, just getting steadily worse. It's ex- exact exactly right, and again, it's it comes down to this outsourcing of your morality or. Or very specifically, the definitions of safe and effective, um, to the government, to the to the to the state, to the to big media, to big tech, um, as opposed to making those judgment calls yourself. It does seem
1: it does seem slightly crazy though, and although although it seems it seems to have worked. So, you know, if the let's say the government did want to do this, they, do they, what? Uh, well, like get everyone to outsource their their yep. morality and everything there must have been a way to do it without killing people you know you could have you could have actually released something that you could have said was safe and effective and it might have at least have been safe so you're assuming that they don't want to kill you well that's,
0: i'm honest i'm 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 not not saying that they they don't i would say that's evidence that they're quite happy that a large portion of people die
1: i would have thought though that they would have you know, let's let's say when they're let's 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 go down a really dark hole here. Go for it. Okay? This is what I normally do. And they're weighing up the numbers and saying and saying, how many people can we get away with killing? Yep. And still have everyone trust us. I would have thought the number would be would have been lower than the number of people that have died of, of myocarditis and the vaccines and stuff. I would have thought now people would have been waking up. Well, I would have hoped that. You know, we can't. Much as we'd love to kill everybody or kill half the population, we can't do it because the other half will just become libertarians.
0: I Can see. Can you see and what so, I'm saying? Yes, as in boiling a frog does work. We need to do this slowly, and we need to not rush it because otherwise there'll be a backlash. I mean, I mean because if we kill the frogs too quickly, the other frogs will jump, jump out. out. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I, I've been arguing this from the word go. I thought the same as you. I I thought. That they would the danger wasn't this vaccine the danger was the next one that that they should just be injecting people with saline this time round to get everyone used to it no one would be able to argue adverse reactions or or even ineffectiveness because you'd all get the virus you'd all then get immune and it'd be fine there'd have been one wave and that's it and you know and, and it would be over but the government has convinced you all to get jabbed, so you can get jabbed for the next one, and the next one, and the next one, or for some other health reason, for flu, for whatever. Well, that's what I thought was going to happen. I, th- I thought they were just going
1: to be rubbish. I thought they were just going to be rubbish, and they they might do a, a little bit, but they just they just won't be particularly effective. But they won't kill people.
0: Yeah. So I see what you're saying. There is a there is a they have risked turning more people over to to our side, um, but they have. I, look, it's a difficult one. Is it? Are, are we the problem? Because they can't eliminate us with this tactic; they never have been able to, because we were never going to take it. So, this method of killing someone was never going to work on the people that were most against it. Yeah. So they've not they've not targeted the extreme opposite end; they've targeted everyone else. Well no, because that's another thing, because you could go you could go down a very dark Keep going. path and say, Well at least it's not our side that's dying. Yes. Couldn't you? You can say that this is one giant IQ test. You can you can say that it's Darwinism or whatever. Darwinism, you can say that at I'm not the saying end of these this is my points of view, but you no, could no, you could No totally yeah. you no, you could say that um uh, by the end of this the only people that are left are gonna be our side. Mm. Uh, totally. These things are these things have crossed my mind. Trying to work out, but again, it's. I suppose I don't. I don't subscribe to the idea of needing to care about their motivation. Well, no, and and also, you know, maybe
1: maybe they, you know, if I mean, I, I don't know if they're trying to kill people. I know, I know, you
0: sort of said that the evidence suggests that, that they are. If you, if you posit that they're happy for you to die, or that they want you to die. Everything makes sense, I think they they certainly don't care yep they, they don't, the abstraction thing again yeah
1: they, 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 don't, they don't care how many they don't care how i where i'm at possibly is they don't care how many people die as long as they get their own result, whereas I think you're saying they actively want to kill people and get their own result. Do you see the difference yes um so you know it's 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 difficult to tell exactly where they where they are yep. if if they do want to actively kill people i assume they don't really care who it is and it's just uh, the population is too high yes. we need to we need to wipe out the human race yep. regardless of who it is yep. um so let's let's wipe out 10% or whatever yeah that that could be it. i'm 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 not sure whether it's that or whether they just don't care and okay do you believe
0: about. the depopulation thing is a plausible a plausible idea it's
1: not outside the realm's of possibility is it no purely because people have been talking about it. And, and this, is the, this is the thing I always say to people, is you know, David, they, they David, tell David, us their David, reasons. David Attenborough, for example, he's been talking about
0: population Bill Gates. too high for, for, for years. Yeah, they they, they all have. Hmm. And this is, this is the thing, it's like they are telling us this. So it's probably a fair bet that they want it to happen. And so if they're in the position of power where they can make it happen to a degree, don't you think they're going to do it? I mean, it's it's these are are people who completely lack all morals.
1: Yeah are they are they that good? Do you think do you think if someone's deliberately created define good? Oh, good at their jobs, as in, do you think people have independently in different big Ah, pharmaceutical companies have managed to create vaccines
0: that uh, kill a certain number of people? Uh, No, oh, this is an interesting one. This comes back to the old converged opportunism. Argument doesn't yeah. it about pe- different people have got different aims, and so they will they will converge at a point where they each get what they want, but they don't have to want what the other wants.
1: And it it could be that the you know let's say that these really sinister people are in charge, like you say, who want to depopulate the world. It could be that they think, I know what. Let's give let's give these big pharmaceutical companies contracts to produce the vaccines
0: with absolute immunity
1: and they're bound to fuck it up.
0: They're they're bound to kill people. So that's one angle. Um so I think that there's the potential that the big that big farmer I mean there's there's already the evidence. It's already the evidence. It's already there. They do not care how many people they kill with their drugs as long as they can pay off the lawsuits. Yeah. And and to, we've joked before about or at least made the observation that the left suddenly love Big Pharma when mm. they were quite happy to trash them in the past. Um uh, the the number of scandals and I'm not even talking about um yeah, you know, thalidomide and the and, and, uh, the swine flu jabs and things like that. Um but uh, Vioxx Viox in the States says there's, this, there's there's so many examples of Pfizer yeah. and Moderna and the big boys. Yeah,
1: Viox you can you can make an argument though that Viox should never have been bad because people some people were getting real benefit for that and they were quite happy with the risk to heart disease because it was potentially saving their life in another way.
0: Yep. That's so that's a different calculation that
1: one. You know, that these things should be it should be out in the open and people should be free to make their own decisions oh, completely.
0: on what they take. Completely. Uh, I'm totally I'm totally up to that, but the point is the data needs to be there and mm. they need to be told whether or not they've tested it, they need to be told all of this stuff. But Big Pharma I think in general has already abstracted itself, has al- already deals with numbers of deaths routinely and daily uh, and may try to do raw calculations of can I save more than I, than I kill? It's but like- also, I think they probably don't actually care. Again, when you factor money in, and I'm not saying, because there's so many, so many observers of this that are on our side in this argument, just come straight back down to greed and capitalism as the, as the reason for all of this. And it's not, okay. But I think there are, I think Big Pharma are an example where they do have a lot of power, they also do make a lot of money, and they wouldn't really care if the... Uh, they, they are indifferent to depopulation. And I think we need to recognise where there are people who, as long as they get their way, lots of money, lots of power, they don't have a specific angle on whether or not lots of people die or not, as long as they don't.
1: Mm. This reminds me of... Do you remember in Fight Club, where he's on, he's on the plane and he's talking to somebody next to him and he, he's describing his job... He works for some car company and he says, I have to go and investigate accidents and I have yes. to apply the formula. The formula. And it's something like, you know, the number of cars on the road multiplied by the yep. and it's the, 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 the chance of this thing happening uh, multiplied by the payout that they have to give each family. And if the cost of a recall yep. is greater than that amount, we don't do one. Yeah. it's It's that kind of thing,
0: isn't it? It's exactly that. And I think that that's the kind of calculation that's made all the time. Mm. Um, but I've Of got course, it... if
1: you're completely immune, as in not the people, but the big farmer who cares?
0: Yes. There's no calculation to make. No, exactly. And that's that's the other thing. I mean, that was the thing that um, uh, my wife certainly, that was the reason that very early on she went, I ain't taking that. You know, before any of this data, you know, last year, before they even rolled out, the fact that it was publicised, and there was, there was, she 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 showed me an article where there's like a proper interview with like a proper top exec of one of these. Yeah, saying, be saying well, we couldn't, of possibly course do. we couldn't possibly do this without being immune from prosecution because we don't know what's going to happen with people in five years.
1: If you can't do it without immunity, you don't do it. You don't do it.
0: You don't do it. And this again, I I. This is where um, there are changes to the law. I mean, I know that basically we we would want to repeal most things and let common law kind of do its its thing. Um, But I have sympathy for those that want to change or I suppose some of it might need to be added um, to the law around all sorts of things relating to uh, big tech, big media and immunity. Because one of the issues... With so co- and they call it deregulation, and it's not. They misname it. But social media companies don't, don't do have immunity, basically from uh, from people suing you know, suing the platform because they're there going on. Oh, we're merely the conduit. And what there needs to be is a level playing field of of all producers and posts. Everyone needs to be able to be sued in every situation for something, and you let. And you let the court decide whether or not they're liable or not. Yeah, the the idea that you should you should be sued for something. Everyone should be able to be sued for something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you should let the courts decide. Let the court system decide. Sure, but it, it, it should get decided pretty early on that Facebook and Twitter aren't publishers. Yes, and that they're not responsible for what people. You know, that that should be like the first case. Gets to however you know the high court or whatever and they go don't be so stupid that was that person you know yep. this, this you know there are there are you know there are a billion people on Facebook they can't read every single thing and be responsible for everything people publish uh, therefore that's but it. if
0: they um, but why do they still have those rights when they edit what people say and they edit what people see
1: well that's the, that's the thing isn't it
0: you can't have it both ways yeah sure so I should be able to take them to court. If they've because I can prove that they're no longer a, that if, they are a publisher. If they've somehow edited it, then yes. But they are. They they control what people see in their feeds. They control what people see by putting messages in front of them, by outright banning them, by by stopping them from posting certain things. Isn't that the act of an editor?
1: Uh, I think if, if it's an algorithm and they're doing that, I think they could they could get away with with not saying it. But if they if they've somehow if somebody has had a look at your post. And edited it and removed something, and it's no longer what you've posted.
0: You could argue that it's now what they've posted. Yeah, you can kind of see the angle I'm taking. What I'm what I'm saying: I, a publisher shouldn't have, uh, or rather, you know, someone just affecting the means of communication. That you don't sue the, per- sh- you know, sue the person who owns the road. Different argument entirely, obviously. Mm. But um, for the you know the person who has the car crash. Yeah. I mean, if, if they start if they start acting like publishers. That's my then they, thing. Then they become publishers. They, but government mm. wants them to act like publishers, mm. but yet they have this immunity. Anyway, I I I just think that uh, it's this. Well, we're calling it immunity. It's it's not as simple as that. It, it, the term immunity has been used um, immunity from prosecution for the um, for the vaccine um, makers for Big Pharma. Um, there's a great meme over. will this give me immunity, and like, only for the manufacturer. Um, so I've got one. Final thing to say, this is just a couple of notes that i put down that's kind of developed over, over time. I remember using this first argument specifically for masks, uh, and it's now developed into a couple of other things. Um, and so I thought maybe we could just you know, just end with this, this observation. Um, and what I've written down here is, when when someone asks me, you know, why don't I wear a mask... I say, because I can read. When someone asks me why I don't support lockdowns, it's because I can think. And when someone says, why aren't you taking the vaccine? It's because I can count. If you've enjoyed this edition of sounding board make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings videos and blogs we don't want your money but you can support sounding board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know if you have an idea for a topic of conversation why not join us in our telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. see you next time